This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie Marshall, good afternoon. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio of Four and by you, the people. Live on the radio nationwide, streaming live throughout the world on the World Wide Web. You can go to our stream on our website, lesliemarshallshow.com. In this hour, just you and me, no guests, I want to hear your opinions, your comments, your questions, and your concerns. Pick up the phone and join me, 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 to call. Tweet, follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. I'll try and incorporate your tweets, emails, Facebook messages, and more throughout the hour. But it is a talk show, so let's talk. A lot of you follow me, and I follow you. We follow a lot of other people on Twitter. And even if you don't, we get, like, I don't follow Donald Trump, but I get his tweets. Because somebody, I guess, in my circle follows him. A number of them do. Uh, And his son has been tweeting an awful lot. As a matter of fact, Donald Trump Jr., remember last week, had the gas chamber comment. And now, I saw this yesterday. And I, I sometimes I, I just don't understand why there's so much tolerance for the continued dumbing down of our nation. Why there's so much tolerance for making jokes out of very serious issues or using serious issues like the gas chamber. And he said he meant capital punishment. And I'm sorry, but I think that's bull. I think we know what he meant. And I say that as a daughter of a Jew and somebody who has relatives who died in those gas chambers. But Trump now posted something not as offensive or heinous, or maybe it is to you, especially perhaps if you're an immigrant or if you came here and became a citizen because you were escaping horrific violence, bloodshed, and trying to protect your family from death, starvation, things like that. Donald Trump Jr. posted a message on Twitter. And in this message, many of you have seen it by now, you've heard about it. 
he likened Syrian refugees to a bowl of poisoned Skittles. Now, obviously, what he's trying to do is to seek uh, to promote his father's presidential campaign. His Donald Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., posted a tweet. And what the tweet had, if you haven't seen it, okay, and it was on Facebook as well, there was a bowl of candy. It was a bowl of Skittles. I know Skittles. My son loves them. A bowl of Skittles, and it had a warning. Quote, if I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's what the tweet said on Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter page, and it was posted by him, and that's his verified page, okay? He said, quote, that's our Syrian refugee problem. Now, the post caused a stir. There were negative tweets that came on the Internet over the past 24 hours into today. Now, I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. First of all, over the weekend, as you know, there was a man who came here legally, by the way, not illegally. And some people say, well, you know, if there was a Muslim ban, he wouldn't have been here. But he was not from Syria. He was not a Syrian refugee. He came here originally from Afghanistan. And I say that because a lot of people feel that the Syrian refugees are the problem. And, and I think that's because many Americans listen to sound bites and, and don't sometimes do their homework. It can't get the whole story from Cliff Notes. And I'm saying this as somebody who did many of my book reports with Cliff Notes back in the day. There are many Americans who support Donald Trump, and he talks about carpet bombing Syria. And I've written about this in the Huffington Post. I've talked about this on television. I've talked about this on radio. So I'm going to do a Cliff Note version of this. There is a terribly heinous, violent civil war taking place in Syria. In one place of Syria, there is a caliphate that has been formed by ISIS, and although they're losing money and members and ground, there are people that are virtually their prisoners. Yes, there are some people that support them, but the overwhelming majority of people that are in that caliphate do not. They fear them. They don't have the weapons. They don't have the power. They don't even have the, the fortitude to fight. Now, on another part of the country, you have their president, who's using chemical warfare against them. And then another part of the country, even smaller, you have rebels that are fighting the president, who is backed by Iran and Russia. You know, Russia, Vladimir Putin, who Donald Trump loves so much, he's in bed with Assad and Iran. Think about that come November 8th. And we, the United States are backing financially and with force from the air and weapons the rebels who are fighting the president. When the people flee Syria, there are people that say, why don't they stay and fight? With what? And let me tell you something as a mom with an eight and nine-year-old. If you're shooting at my kids, I'm out of here. I'm going to run. So where do you run to, folks? If you got your president using chemical warfare, you run to ISIS? Hell no. And if you have ISIS forcing you to live a way that you don't want to live, if you have ISIS threatening to or even taking women in your family as their own wives, raping them or making them slaves, yes, your children, your daughters, where are you going to run? So they flee the country. 
Now, for people that think, you know, these are just terrorists, no. And if for people that think they're all from ISIS and all bad guys and all, all, the, all men in Europe, no. Stop reading the damn conservative right-wing GOP lying blogs. And the reason I say that is we could say Syria is like a poison bowl of Skittles. And that's why so many thousands of people have left their country Some of them have left their mothers or their fathers who are too old or too weak to travel because they don't want to die or they don't want an ISIS member to kidnap and rape their 12-year-old daughter. The Syrian refugees are not our problem. On September 11th, 19 hijackers who came from different countries, the majority of which Saudi Arabia, but the two ringleaders came from Germany. They had not lived in Saudi Arabia for years. Those people didn't come through Mexico, so a wall wouldn't make a damn bit of difference. And by the way, unless we go back to Hitler's Germany, where you had an identifying symbol on your lapel or stamped in your passport, nobody knows most of our religions unless we choose to tell them. I never want to see and live in a world where religion any religion is used as a litmus test to come into this country, to travel, or even to base an opinion on. I saw something online yesterday that said, you know, they don't want to dress like us. They don't want to assimilate. They need to get out. And I thought about cultures and communities in this country that already are like that. Orthodox Jews don't dress like us or assimilate. Amish don't dress like us or assimilate. Some Native Americans don't dress like us or assimilate. And certainly, we know some of those very strict Mormon colonies, especially the polygamy colonies, they don't dress like us or assimilate. So who decides? Who decides who stays? Who decides who goes? I'm not surprised that Donald Trump Jr. did something like this. I'm not surprised there are people out there who like Trump or think that everybody from Syria is a terrorist. And quite frankly, I think you're very shallow and small minded and, you know, probably don't have that much education. Like Donald Trump says, he's, you know, got the uneducated people following him. But I don't I don't think that you need to have a degree from Harvard to have common sense. I believe God gives that out evenly. And I don't think that you need to have a degree from Harvard to have class. And this lacked class. And this, I felt, was racist, it tinged of racism, yet again. Quote, he said, if I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. And then his tweet said, this image says it all. Let's end the politically correct agenda that doesn't put America first. Politically correct agenda. Again, let's look at facts. The reason Barack Obama is called the deporter-in-chief is because he has deported, I think, over a million more undocumented workers, mostly of the criminal element, over eight years, more so than any of his predecessors, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Our nation was built on political correctness. The pilgrims that were fleeing King George... And a government-sponsored and organized religion came here to worship freely and were greeted with warmth by Native Americans and lived peacefully for years until the white folks, by the way, got greedy 
and wanted it all. And so they took it, and they took it by violent force. This is a nation that, whether you like it or not, was built on political correctness, acceptance, tolerance, and being a home for people who were seeking refuge from oppression of all different kinds. People from Vietnam, Cambodia, Jews who were fleeing the Holocaust. You know, there was a time under FDR, we had camps for Japanese Americans like Manzanar, and there was a time we turned back ships and sent Jewish men, women, and children to their death. Shame on us. But now this tweet says it all. It, I think, embodies the Trump campaign, the mindset toward immigrants. And let me remind you, Dr. Oz is the, is the son of an immigrant Muslim. Steve Jobs is the son of an immigrant Muslim. Captain Khan is the son of two immigrant Muslims. Had he not served him in so heroic, would those people have lived otherwise? Let me ask you some questions. Donald Trump Jr. wrote in a tweet, If I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. Isn't it these types of blanket statements that show Trump Jr., his daddy, the whole family, and the campaign that they view refugees, and not just refugees from Syria, but immigrants on the whole, as nothing more than political pawns or pieces of poison candy, if you will? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Does a tweet like this help the situation or just make it worse? And does it show their true colors? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. His tweet said, let's end the politically correct agenda that doesn't put America first. But when his father wants to ban potential business owners from entering the United States, he wants to close off our borders to a neighboring ally, and he wants to commit war crimes in the name of America, cozy up to evil dictators, and ship more and more U.S. jobs overseas. Is that putting America first? You tell me, America. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And do these types of comments coming from Trump Jr., comparing Syrian refugees to Skittles, trivialize a very serious issue? Have you seen the online things that have gone viral with boys crying who lost their brother, with a child who had nothing and no one left, silent, in just in pain after an explosion, a bombing, children who are burned to missing limbs. If you are a conservative, if you call yourself pro-life, and if you support Donald Trump, you are a liar and a hypocrite, not just before me, but before God, my friend. He will not accept your BS, and neither will I. Let me tell you something. You are not pro-life if you look at those Syrian children and say, oh, not in my backyard. No, you're not pro-life. You're pro-fetus. You're not pro-life. I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join me. 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. By the way, you don't think this all looks like pre-World War II Germany? Do your homework. Do your homework. Jews were viewed as rats who at midnight would come through the gutters of the streets, come into your home, and listen because they wanted a new world order. Go look it up. We'll be back. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE.
Keep Leslie in your pocket. Go to lesliemarshallshow.com forward slash members. We're back. We're talking about the, if I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? Interesting. We get in cars every day, go on planes, cross streets, and uh, by the way, eat food that we don't always know uh, what's in it. Uh, swim in pools with chemicals or lakes with parasites. The list goes on. 8886 Leslie, 8885375433. But the idea of comparing human beings to candy and to poison, especially serene refugees, especially immigrants, many of which who are children, to me is just heartless. But can we be surprised coming from the mouth of Donald Trump Jr.? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, let's take the calls. And we started out with Karen in Virginia, Line 3, listening on WPVC Radio. Hi, Karen. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, how are you? Good. Where can I say? What can I say? I think that uh, I don't understand why the public um, gives him a free pass, him and his family a free pass on stuff like this. I I believe that the media has really uh, contributed to a lot of his success because they do cover him probably three or four to one. But it's not good stuff is what they're covering. They're covering the bad stuff, and he still gets a free pass, and I don't get it. I, I'm, uh, totally, I'm totally with you. I mean, there are people out there, especially you know, conservative outlets that say that, and a lot of people say the mainstream media is supporting Hillary, yet we hear uh, confessions by CNN and other networks that are like, yeah, we were pushing Trump, and if Trump and Hillary are talking, they follow Trump. And that, I think, helps him in the polls. Absolutely, and... I swear to you, this, I am 60 years old, and this is the first time in my life that I will ever vote. I just registered the other day because it scares me to death to think of what would happen with that man in office. I, I literally shudder to think. I mean, I know how bad a shape that this world is in, but to think that he's in charge of that button, it just Gears the bejesus out of me at what is going to happen if he gets in there. I'm with you 100%. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. If you have more to say, we'll be back with you. If not, then have a great day and call us again, and we'll be back to uh, your calls. Either way, don't go away. I'm Leslie Marshall here on the only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie on TV this week. Catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. We are back. You know, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com. 
In this hour, just you and me, and we are talking about the Skittles bowl of poison. If if uh, so many of them were poison, would you stick your hand in and partake? Uh, that was what was tweeted, and let me give you the exact tweet here uh, from Donald Trump Jr. He said, quote, if I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. Well, you know, in all seriousness, how many how many Big Macs do you put down? That could kill you, too. cholesterol. Number one killer of Americans is heart attacks, not Syrian refugees. Let's go to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is Karen still with us or she moved on? Karen in Virginia uh, uh, listening on WPVC. Hey, Karen, thanks for holding and go ahead and finish up. Well, I I think I just about said all I had to say, Uh, but I do see where Hillary got her deplorables from. I actually think the account is probably more than half, but what can I say? When you got it starting at the top, what do you expect? I'm 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 with you. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, chip off the old block there. Thank you for the call, Absolutely. Karen. Absolutely, thank Appreciate you. it. Uh, let's go to Wilson, listening in Dayton, Ohio, uh, who is following us on Twitter. Uh, Wilson, you understand Trump's logic, but when you look at history, you you can't really use that bowl of Skittles, can you? No, you can't. And I think Karen, uh, by the way, Leslie, I love your passion. Um, Karen, you know, said it well. The man scares the hell out of me, too. And, uh, and you know, the bottom line, he's promoting fear. And, f- and fear does one thing. Fear then turns around and promotes hate. And, you know, he kind of reminds me of the guy on the bar stool who, in one sense, we'd like to have a guy like that. But then, you know, that's a crazy guy. And there's a good analogy with Hitler. But, uh, you know, the old song, One Bad Apple, don't spoil the whole bunch. But I did watch a show recently on PBS just a couple nights ago. And it was talking about German refugees that had came over. And then we had the World War One situation, and it was talking, and I didn't know all these details, but, you know, people were all worked up about that. They were lynching German people. They were persecuting German families. And, um, you know, it's a real sad to watch it in hindsight, but, you know, that's kind of what we're doing. And uh, Trump, that's it. You know, the guy, he seems to send a message. He's got a passionate audience, but that message is a message of fear, and fear is not good for anything. And, and a message of, of hate, too. Well, that's it. Once you get fear, you know, once you know, if I'm driving through a neighborhood and all of a sudden I'm scared and I'm thinking all these people, the next thing you know, I'm going to start hating them. You know, hate is a very bad message. And, uh, I, you know, I, I like what Hillary's saying. We're stronger together. We're stronger together. And the problem is, you know, I, I read Facebook posts. People are getting all anti-Muslim, and, and they're getting a lot of hate in their hearts. And I see the terrible things they post. And, uh, you know, hey, I'm a devout Christian, but I've got a friend who's a very devout Muslim. Do we agree? That doesn't matter. You know, we're friends, and we're stronger together. And uh, we agree on one thing. we got families. We love our children, you know. And uh, Donald Trump is just promoting hate. And, and I like what you said about the Big Macs. Yeah, here we are killing ourselves with fast food. Oh, cigarettes, and booze, I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, 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 let me tell you something. I want to tell you a quick story. I saw this on TV the other day. I was just channel surfing. And uh, or was it online? It may have been online. I don't know. I saw this the other day, and it just it was curious. It said um, across from this Christian church. Some of you may have seen this. Um, they uh, Muslim community in Tennessee, in a small town in Tennessee, yeah. was okay. given was given a permit to build a mosque. Okay. And, and and the pastor said he he felt uncomfortable with this, and he said so. I decided 
instead of going online to go to my boss, the pastor said, which is God, and he got on his knees and prayed, and he, he read the Bible. And the day of the opening, uh, when, when the people broke ground, he put a sign up in front of the church that said, such and such church welcomes the such and such mosque to our neighborhood. And then some of the parishioners got PO'd. And one guy in particular, he's like, you know, I was mad. I'm leaving the church. Screw this. You know, screw those people. And he went <laughs> to the pastor and he said, I'm very angry. And he said, what do, what do I do? Because I, I love this church. But I want to leave this church, pastor. That sign you put up, those people across the street. And then he said, um, go to, do, do what I did. Get on your knees, pray, ask for guidance, and read the Bible. And I don't want to get emotional because it got me emotional when I uh, read it, when I saw this. But he said when he read the Bible, he realized that he was the problem, not them, not his church, not his pastor. He was the problem and yeah. what he was feeling. And now, just to let you know, this church and this mosque across the street in rural Tennessee, live uh, across the street, they have um, barbecues together. They raise funds for people that have been, uh, you know, that have lost their homes or jobs, and they're a true community. And the pastor said, you know, there are people in that mosque that became interested in Jesus and in Christ and the church. And, you know, he was he was just like, and it's just the love trumps hate is so true because they shared their different foods, their different cultures. Um, they got to know people, and this guy who was going to leave the church, one of his best friends who actually hired him, and he has a great job, and he works with some Muslim guys at, from that mosque, and some one of his best friends now is a Muslim guy. So like you said, you have a Muslim friend, you disagree. You know, building walls and putting up barriers to differences is not going to keep us safe. I th I th we all fear death, let's be honest, right? None of us knows what the hell's going to happen. Is there an afterlife or not? We're just going to be worm food. But we're all going to die. We're all going to cease to exist. That creeps me out. We all do. God, I have an ego the size of what? Look what I do for a living. That creeps me out to think I won't exist. But the, but the reality is we only have a certain amount of time to exist. How do we exist with each other? It's a small planet, a small country, and to me, there's room for everybody. Do I want terrorists coming here? No. You know what? I'm going to tell you something, though. We can build a wall. We can ban every Muslim in every Muslim country, and there will still be acts of terror. And there are acts of terror every day. We just don't see them on the front page. Look at how many murders were committed in Chicago last week, as an example. Well, you're absolutely right. And, I mean, love conquers all. And it's just like the stereotypes. We look at TV. Maybe we see an inordinate amount of black criminals, young black men. But, you know, that's not the issue. And it's no way to blanket the entire uh, culture of black people or whatever. What you said was beautiful. And, you know, I know God has finally told me one day, he said, Wilson, if you can do one thing before you die, you will have achieved a lot. And that was learn to love people. And when I really thought about the same thing you said right there, just to love people, I would have accomplished everything. Well, you know, when, and, I, was a, when uh, I was a kid, I said to my mom, why are there only Ten Commandments? And by the way, the Ten Commandments are believed uh, and followed uh, by true Christians, Jews, and Muslims. Um, and that's one thing all three of those religions have in common. Uh, but uh, I, my mom said to me, because we can't even keep those 10. And I said, I can keep those 10. You know what? Go go read them. I covet something almost every day, especially if I'm passing shoe stores, you know? I, I mean, seriously, you know? I mean, how many times does a guy look at a hot woman? You're, 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 you're committing oh, adultery yeah, with your, your eyes, right? 
We uh-huh. can't keep the law. We can't keep the law. But Jesus said something wonderful one time. He said, you know, the law can all be summed up in one thing. Love God. Well, I love God. The Muslim loves God. So we love God. That's easy. That's the easy part. But then he threw in a second one, and this is the hard one. This is the one that will probably take a lifetime to accomplish. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor. He said, that was the second one. And we said, boy, loving God's easy, but love my neighbor? Whoa, you're asking an awful lot of me. But, you know, that's it. It's love conquers all. And it's a frightening world out there. It's a scary world out there. But you know what? Are we going to surrender to fear? Are we going to try to love, you know, and, and, no, and I'm with, right. and I'm with you and not that I'm a religious person at all. I'm not, but, uh, you know, That's if right. people That's believe fine. in the, if people believe in the Bible, there's been violence since Adam and Eve. And if you don't believe it, go read the story of Cain and Abel. Thank you for your call. Call oh. me again. I love to uh, talk you, to you. Call me again, Wilson from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, let's uh, go to more calls here. And uh, up next is Reggie in Georgia line four, listening to our stream brought to you by Spreaker, a division of iHeartRadio. You can go to our website to get that LeslieMarshallShow.com. Hey, Reggie, good afternoon. What do you take? What's your take on this? Well, like you said, the apple doesn't fall, fall very far from the tree. And do you think, like father, like son, you think he'll backpedal on that? And speaking of refugees, Leslie, I just saw something on Media Matters that just may pique your interest. I just saw something about that. I saw Megan McCain on there on Fox News Channel on numbers saying that refuge, the fear of refugees is completely rational and it's based in reality. I mean, I thought she was probably better and smarter than that. Well, right. no, I, I, th- I, think, I think there are people that fear refugees. I would yeah. disagree. I know Megan. I like her. I agree right. with her on some things. Um, I don't agree uh, on that. I, I think that the, uh, no, I don't think it's a reality, and you just need to look at numbers. Um, right. The overwhelming majority of people who are incarcerated and uh, people who are incarcerated in our prisons for violent crimes such as rape and murder, and we'll just leave it at that even, are not, right. uh, they were born here. And they're not so Muslim, he, right? Do you think that he, you think he'll retract or backpedal just like his old man would, you know, like father, like son, or you think he'll keep it no, up? No, because he's not running, and I haven't, I didn't. Uh, I mean, he backtracked a tiny bit with the gas chamber, and quite frankly, that could just be from his sister who converted to Judaism and her, her brother. Um, and and uh, quite, uh, quite frankly, I don't, I don't know. Trump doesn't care about angering Muslims. But he would care, perhaps, about angering Jews, especially when he wants checks from that community and when he wants votes from them, especially in the state of New York, which he hopes to turn red. And God forbid that New York's uh, blue state uh, turn red on November 8th. Anything else, Reggie? i got to take a break. Uh, yeah, well, he should, he, should be, he should care about angering people, especially Muslims and Jews. Well, yeah but, he, yeah, but, yeah, but Reggie, you're asking Donald Trump to have the tolerance, acceptance, yeah. and, and inclusion that you and I do, and I don't think that's possible for that man. Why not? Don't you think he was born evil or he just... He no, just I don't think anybody is born evil, and I'm not sure he's evil as much as he's an opportunist and says things that prompts people who might have evil. I think we all have the ability to be evil, but it's a or choice. narcissistic. I think he's narcissistic. There's a, there's a book my brother-in-law is reading on narcissists. i got to tell you, though, after reading that book, I think we all are a little bit, but I do think he's a narcissist. Yeah, Reggie, thank you for the call. We'll take a break. We'll be back with you. More calls right after this. We're talking about a bowl of Skittles, and it's not for my kids' consumption. It's used to scare you about refugees, to insult refugees and immigrants specifically Syrian refugees. By the way, here in California, where I live, over 2,000 Syrian refugees came here years ago. You didn't even know about it. And you know why? Zero. Zero. They've all been tracked. Zero of those more than 2,000 
committed any crime, including parking tickets or speeding tickets. How's that for you? Even I have done that. We'll be back. Leslie Marshall, finding the truth, no matter how deep it's buried. Call her now at 888-6-LESLIE. And let's start digging. Listen to Leslie's deeper thoughts. Enter at your own risk. Check out her blog at www.lesliemarshallshow.com. And we're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. We'll go to the calls. Just want to give you some updates on information. Um, I have put out there today that uh, George... Bush is voting for Hillary Clinton, and somebody said that was uh, not true, but it is. Four minutes ago on CNN, it was reported um, that, yes, former President Bush is voting for Hillary Clinton. He is a Republican, and I think it would be incredible if he campaigns for her. Uh, More election updates. Hillary Clinton, as of this moment, is five points ahead in Florida, and she's killing him. Uh, Donald Trump in Pennsylvania. I shouldn't say killing. She's trumping the Trump in Pennsylvania. Uh, let's go to more calls. 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, let's go to Michael in the Bronx line, too. Michael, good afternoon. Your take on this. Hi, Leslie. I, w- I wish to God Donald Trump Jr. had asked me that question. He says, if I had a bowl of skills and there are three poisons in there, would I take a handful from him? And my answer to Mr. Trump, not from you. And the, and the main thing is, why would you serve me a bowl of Skittles that has poison in it to begin with? This shows to me, Leslie, as you said, how violent, how um, insensitive, how racist that these people are. That's We should add another adjective to it. They are also deadly. How the hell are you going to serve someone something poisonous? That doesn't make sense right there. Well, how the yeah, hell but Michael, Michael, I understand. And my first thing is, uh, you know, honestly, if you tell my kid they it could have poison and die, he'd take a handful. I mean, it just depends. Somebody, you know, uh, uh, you know. Well, uh, uh, but but the 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 bottom line is, it's not about this the 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 literal question. Even though we could argue that question, if we look at how many of us get in cars, how many yeah, of us, how many of smoke, drink, or eat food that's bad for our health and could stop our heart at any time, the number one uh, killer um, of yeah. uh, humans in America. And yeah. but but the literal argument about the Skittles aside, um, what the bigger picture is uh, about him using that as an example, a bowl and an a bowl of of candy for human beings, one. Two, uh, equating them to poison. And three, although he said Syrian refugees, we could expand that to immigrants with the rhetoric we've heard from his father. I want to address to that part. Yeah, I want to address that part about Syrian refugees. And these are people who call themselves Christians. Have you guys forgotten that Jesus himself, along with Mary and Joseph, were refugees themselves? So you're putting down refugees. You're putting you're putting the Lord down as well. What is the matter with you, idiots? Um, I I agree you, with you. I agree with you there, right? People don't think about these things, and it, you know it hurts. I swear, I swear to God, this hurts. And just like your previous caller said, it's 
scared to be Jesus out of me if Trump was elected. He even, he even um, criticized the police department recently for the handling of the bomber and like hinting like the guy should have been um, shot dead or whatever. This is the same Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, when it came to the Central Park Five that were wrongly convicted of um, rape several years back when they were teenagers, they were African-American. Trump was asked, since you now know that they were wrongly accused and, innocent, and they are innocent, would you retract your statement of wanting to send them to the death penalty? Trump said, no, I would still send them to the death penalty because they're still rotten to the core. And at least we now know, had they been executed, they wouldn't commit any crime to even think about it. Excuse me? Do you see what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen? An absolute hater, an absolute violent, racist, can I use the word thug? A thug in a three-piece suit? Well, we have, there are many thugs stuff. that have been in three-piece suits. <laughs> or a, a thug in a business suit or a corporate suit. No, 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 I'm saying there are many thugs that have worn suits in uh, in, in history, and uh, that, you know, especially a, a rich one. But, yeah, I would agree I'm, with you. I'm much, sorry. Much, much like I'm a bully. I'm out. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Michael. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Joe in Albuquerque, you were next, buddy. Your line uh, cut out. Give us a buzz back. Um, 888-6-LESLIE is the number. And uh, let me share some of those tweets because I did promise to. Uh, SLBC Texas tweets, Leslie, I will err on the side of safety for myself and loved ones. You can express your love by inviting into your home. Well, by the way, I would have no problem. I was brought up with a family that took in people. As a matter of fact, my mother, uh, we come home for Christmas and I didn't like it when I was a teenager and, you know, young, you know, teen, early 20s in college. She would have homeless people from shelters there. Uh, She would open her home to uh, there was a St. Stephen's School for Boys. It was like an orphanage for boys, for boys that, you know, either the parents couldn't handle them or they didn't have uh, parents. Uh, so I, I grew up like that. I, I grew up with a family that opened its doors to everyone, even though we didn't have much money at all. So I, you know, I will gladly, gladly uh, take people into my home. And I have. I've also adopted my son from Pakistan. And I shudder to think how I would never, with if Trump had been president, there had been a ban, I would not have been able to adopt my son. I wouldn't have the boy I know as my son. I wouldn't have become a mom. Uh, just absolutely terrible. Uh, Bradley Franklin says, uh, tweets, why do you think Trump is targeting Muslims? Why doesn't Trump tar- also target Buddhist Sikhs, etc.? Why just Muslims? Well, Bradley, because the belief is that all Muslims are bad and murderers and terrorists. But the reality is, if you look at the numbers, uh, the majority of murderers in our nation are white, Christian, American-born men. That's a fact. Uh, let me see. Uh, Wilson says, keep on rocking in the free world, Leslie Marshall. He was sweet. He called us earlier there from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, TW says, three Skittles, too many. Well, you know, there are people. My brother's one of them. My brother's a, my youngest brother's a surfer dude in Maui. He's an engineer, but he loves to surf. He rides a motorcycle without a helmet. He jumps off cliffs. He does almost anything you dare him to. There are people that ride cars for NASCAR. There are people that play in the NFL and get their body and their head smashed and in the NHL. There are people that go around the world and go out and will drink and get wasted and will bungee cord off the top of a cliff in some third world country. I would rather get the Skittles than go off that cliff. You know what I'm saying? I really would. 
Okay, Jeff said, I heard this morning it was not verified. Yes, it has been by CNN uh, that George Bush will be voting for Hillary Clinton um, uh, four minutes ago on CNN. Uh, We will be back tomorrow on Hump Day. Hope you will, too, here on the only true democracy in talk radio. Thank you to Steve sitting in for Marky Mark. Andrew, as always, uh, my uh, executive and assistant producing team today and every day. Glad to have you with us, America. Have a wonderful afternoon and evening, and I will be back tomorrow. Catch me on America's Election News Headquarters, 2 p.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel, Manana. And we'll be back here tomorrow as well. Don't go away.